0: Park,
1: Jacksonville,
0: W-A-Y-L, St. Augustine, W-A-T-Y, Folkestone, Georgia, online at ilovethetruth.com.
1: This is Seeking Him with Nancy DeMoss Wogglemouth. I'll never forget calling my friend Janice Grissom as she suffered from the effects of Lou Gehrig's disease. She'd say, Nancy, you've been on my heart. How can I pray for you? Janice couldn't move her arms or legs, and it was hard for her to speak and breathe, but her focus was on glorifying God by serving other people. Right at the end of her life, her husband, Tim, told me, Janice still spends most of her waking hours praying for other people. A few hours after that conversation, Janice was in the presence of the Lord. She died the way she had lived, selflessly loving God and others. Her sole desire, as expressed by the Apostle Paul, was that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. Is that your desire? Are your actions showing it today? With Seeking Him, I'm Nancy DeMoss Wagmuth.
2: Resting sequence time. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Commit flip
0: Hey, good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. It is Tuesday, March 14th, and I'm Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, and today I have Brian Andrew, a SWAT brother in the studio, filling in for Brad this week, although uh, I'm kind of intro and brad usually does the intro but i just uh thought i'd save you that i just bring you in for your theological expertise brian <laughs> now glad you could Wonderful. join us today brian delighted to be here thank you for the
3: invitation
0: yeah you and i are not as strangers by any stretch we've gone back quite a while in fact you went to we israel have. with us i and, did uh, yeah so we've we've uh you've been part of swat for a long time so i am uh Glad that you're in here today, and uh, we had David Gray yesterday. David will be back tomorrow, and like David, you're a golfer. You like to golf, don't
2: you?
3: Oh, I do. I like to golf, and you know what? TPC this past. Uh, Did you go week, out there? I didn't get out there, but I watched it on TV and saw some drama. You guess how many hole in
0: ones they had on number seventeen. They had two this year, right? Three. Oh, I didn't know the third they one. They had a third that one. Was Ray was this or Rye was this, the second one, right? uh or He was, was he...
3: second or third, but you're right. So he got a eagle. A ber- I mean, you know, on hole in one, and the next day, guess what? He scored on the same hole.
0: Yeah, it was it like a, a a seven? A six. A six. Yeah. I, oh. I, I yeah, I felt bad for him. I saw him go in the water, and I thought, yeah. wow he goes in the whole in the one on one day in that in that like life oh (laughs) it it, it definitely is you know
3: i got to play 17 once in the tim tebow tournament they pulled me out of the crowd and said here's a here's a golf ball here's a club hit it and it was the craziest thing here i am stretching trying to loosen up and everything and they go boom show us the way and it and it actually went on in and in the captain's choice you know they putted it in for birdie Wow. But I can tell you when I hit it off the tee, there's nothing greater than having people behind you <laughs> scream,
0: Get in the I yeah. felt like a real golfer for 15 seconds. So they just seconds. picked you out of the crowd, didn't it, they?
3: It was just nuts. The leader of the group saw me dressed up and I was engaging and talking to him a little <laughs> bit. He goes, you know, I've played it before. He was the, uh, uh, Mark, I forget his last name, audio adrenaline, uh, lead singer. Oh really? Yeah. And, and he he just invited me in there, kindness of his heart, and got t- team pictures, signed ball from him, everything else.
0: That is really a great story. Have you ever played the stadium course, the whole course?
3: Oh, yeah, several times.
0: I've never played it. I want to play it sometime, but I've never I've played the, the other course, you know, the. Um, yeah. And that's a challenging course, too. You know the um, what the, what what is it called? I can't remember what they call that other. Oh, course. oh, the Valley, the Valley Course. Yeah, yeah I is. played that. That's yeah. challenging too because, you know, it's not so much getting on the green; right. it's putting the ball in once oh, you get yes. there because those greens are tough to putt, aren't they? Yeah.
3: Well, I get an idea for you and I to get on the Stadium Course. I'll talk to you off the line. Oh, about okay. Oh, right. right. yeah. Good. We can Good.
0: do that. All right. Well, listen, uh, if you uh, have been out of the country for the last week. You may not have heard that Silicon Valley Bank, which I think was one of the second largest banks in the country, collapsed. Uh, but I did hear that they're changing their name to Ukraine Bank, and they're hoping to get a loan from the government. So anyway, no, no, that was a joke I read online. I thought that was kind of funny. But well, I was um, late. I was was late. I
3: know it always makes you nervous when I'm late, but uh, the line at the ATM was long. I was yeah. trying to get everything I had out of there for le- less than six hundred <laughs> well, bucks.
0: Well, you know, it was they showed pictures of people in New York trying to get money out of some of these institutions that were yeah. struggling and uh, svb being one of them and uh people they they were basically not allowed in they 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 shut the doors they wouldn't let them come in and get get stuff which was kind of crazy if you think about it you put money in but svb was not a normal kind of bank i mean they uh you think about silicon valley what goes through your head i mean it's technology right yeah investment Yeah. And, and they uh, basically were a place where a lot of startups in the, you know, in the uh, tech industry uh, would put investor money. The investors would put their money there and uh, they were always kind of a high risk, high reward kind of place. Uh, whereas most banks tend to be a little more conservative with yes. the way they they do right. money and,
3: and I also read that Etsy the, a lot of the Etsy people that mm-hmm. their banking goes through that bank too and so all those people that are you know uh, doing this for a hobby you know couldn't get paid
0: and well yeah and uh, if you uh, think about like everybody goes well i'm I'm glad I got my money in the bank it's insured well 97 percent of the people in that bank uh had money over $250,000 in there. Wow. So, it only insures, sure. the government only insures up to 250,000. Now, the average balance, take a guess. What was the average balance of a customer in that bank? So, if you took all the customers, divided their money out, what do you think the average bank balance was in their accounts? Uh, well, I'm going to um,
3: you gave me a clue, so I'm going to say 350,000.
0: 4 million. Oh gosh. The okay. average balance was $4 million. Wow. Um, and then uh, last Thursday, uh, they a lot of customers went in and tried to withdraw about $42 billion. <laughs> <Whoa>.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: So uh, because they, they had heard about what was going on and they were afraid. And uh, what happened is they ended up in the red by more than, Almost a billion dollars. So, anyway, uh, you know, you think about what we place our faith in and yep. uh, what what's important to us. If all your money was gone tomorrow, would you still be a person of faith? Would you still be secure? Would you still um, have your rest in Christ? Yes. Uh, a lot of a lot of times. We, um, we have our rest in Christ when things are going good around us. Mm -hmm. Uh, my wife and I, uh, were on the phone earlier today with a, a, a guy who we love dearly and he's going through a really rough time and he's almost gone through a Job like kind of experience in his Mm -hmm. life with health issues and some other issues. And it was just really sad to, be on the receiving end of hearing what's been going on and yet he still was you know he 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 said he said i still think god has more for me to do you know uh i mean he was literally at the point where people were ready to bury him i mean he was dying and uh god hasn't called him home yet but it was uh you know, just thinking about that a lot of times in our world and thinking about this SVB uh, bank and all the things happening in the world right now. I don't know if you saw Russia uh had one of their fighters hit one of our drones over there, had a midair with a drone. No. And, and uh yeah, that's a big <laughs> a big deal, uh, again right there. Those kind of things uh tensions with China are high tensions with Russia are high. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, a Russian jet hit a, a drone over the black sea, now, one of our drones. Now, and so, now
3: that would be surprising if they drove into the drone. So is yeah, there an accusation I don't, I don't, going on there?
0: Uh, I don't know that, uh, it was, um, uh, it was a fighter, SU 27, um, and, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I I don't believe any pilot would directly go into it. Right. But um, it 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 bumped it. Uh, it was a collision, and you know that's a big mm. deal. Sure. Uh, and so uh, mm. you know tensions are high there. Again, looking at the world going on around us, you know, are, is our faith prepared for what may be in store down the road? Right. Uh, you know, there's no guarantee that tomorrow we'll wake up and we'll we'll not uh, be in a, a, a depression like we were, you know, in the '30s when right. when the whole yeah. market went went down. Right. Uh, you know, they're talking about a quote 2008 stock market event. Mm-hmm. You know, back then. I mean, to you and me, we think back. At least for me, this sounds terrible, but. 2008 wasn't that big deal for me because I didn't have any money in the market. Yeah. But I remember it. I remember people talking about it. But for a lot of people, it was a devastating time, you know. Uh, And even if you go back further, I remember, I think it was back in 87, they might have had one, a big market, a Black Monday or whatever. Um, And so throughout history, uh, a lot of people have lost a lot of money in that arena but in other arenas, I know one of our SWAT brothers is is in the hospital right now. You yes. know, he had a a thing happen, and now all of a sudden he finds himself there. What happens to our faith when those kind of events rock us? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as we have been looking to uh, to Paul's life, there's a guy whose world was rocked a lot. Yes, but not out of just happenstance it was like because he was pursuing the lord he was doing the lord's work and man he was beaten numerous times uh stoned almost killed his life was in danger many many times and yet he just when you read his writings and some of the things he wrote like in second corinthians where he says Mm -hmm. these are light and momentary i mean these are light and momentary you go really Paul I mean <laughs> light and momentary and we get so caught up in our circumstances a lot of times they define our mood they define our right. attitude Yeah and uh, I want the kind of faith Paul had I want that kind of um that kind of uh, uh trust that no matter what's going on whether the bank collapses whether we get invaded. Yeah. I mean, you know, most people in our country now believe it's beyond the realm of possibility that another country would invade us. But mm. that's what people thought during World War II. Sure. People in Europe did not think that was going to happen. No. The people in England didn't know that Germany was going to bomb no. London, you know. Correct. And so uh, those things can change on a, a moment, and our hope needs to be fixed firmly on jesus and fix firmly on god and his word and his plan and and trusting in him and the more i get in scripture brian yeah the more i see that
3: you know absolutely and doug that's why you've got over 200 men meeting regularly right because you need brothers and you go back to the to matt who's in the hospital i talked to him on the way over here told him i was going to give him a shout out there you go man. hey matt yeah. hey matt
0: we're praying for you uh, yeah hang in there yeah
3: yeah I mean when when you have difficult times you need brothers to get through it you know brothers that are like-minded brothers that are based on basing their beliefs and hope on scripture just like Paul
2: mm-hmm. and
3: and then and then brothers that are pulling Timothy's along too the younger generation you know I'm so impressed by this 16-year-old up in Ontario how he's standing and defending his faith and he's being tested and like you said here in the US we lose a few friends on social media and we get wounded and we call that persecution. Well, it's not, but when he stands up in his class as a 16 year old, if I could take you through that story, can, yeah. do you have a minute for that? Yeah. One? yeah.
2: Well,
0: we, we, yeah, we're going to go to the break here, but you know what we can pick up on that when we come back for a minute, because um, there there's a, there's a another story similar that there was a Vermont Christian school, this barred from any future uh, tournaments in the sporting uh, event because they forfeited a game against team with trans students <laughs> um and so when we come back we'll look at this canadian uh, catholic school student who was suspended for protesting transgender bathroom policy for making he's literally tried to go back to school but they barred him from the school right because he said men are men and women are women right and uh, that's god's design so uh You know, We'll pick up on that. We can definitely talk about that when we come back. Hey, Brian Andrews in the studio with me today. You're listening to SWAT Radio. We're going to be right back after this break, so stay tuned.
4: This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175.
1: This is Seeking Him with Nancy DeMoss Wogglemouth. I'll never forget calling my friend Janice Grissom as she suffered from the effects of Lou Gehrig's disease. She'd say, Nancy, you've been on my heart. How can I pray for you? Janice couldn't move her arms or legs, and it was hard for her to speak and breathe. But her focus was on glorifying God by serving other people. Right at the end of her life, her husband Tim told me, Janice still spends most of her waking hours praying for other people. A few hours after that conversation, Janice was in the presence of the Lord. She died the way she had lived, selflessly loving God and others. Her sole desire, as expressed by the Apostle Paul, was that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. Is that your desire? Are your actions showing it today? With seeking Him, I'm Nancy DeMoss-Wogamuth.
4: The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, on the air in Mandarin at 91.7.
0: felt fire from above that probably means you're right around the target one of my friends says hey if you're getting flack that means you're over the target so that's a good thing um (laughs) you know uh this young guy uh up in canada is you know i i watched him interviewed the other night and uh you know he he was arrested for trying to go back to school like i mean like if you um if you talked to the people up there um he he wasn't arrested for what he said he was kept from going to school because of what he said right which i mean even that oh um
3: he was arrested for trespassing yes because they said you're you're expelled and he yes. said no i have a right to come because my freedoms have been abused so he yes. came and then that's what got him arrested and the, and the police were unapologetic as well. Like, nope. You're arrested. You're trespassing.
0: And, and again, what they, uh, the way they couch what he said is hate speech. It's hate speech to say that God made men, men and women, women. It, we, we absolutely are living in a time that is ridiculous. I don't know if you saw this Brian, but this, um, guy shows up at a uh, school board meeting dressed as Julius Caesar, and he says, I'm Julius Caesar, <laughs> and I'm a trans, and everything else. He goes, it's, you, you obviously don't believe I'm Julius Caesar. That's delusional. Right. And he said, and it's the same thing to tell men that they can be a woman and a woman that they can be a man. That's absolutely uh, dis- dysfunctional. This is what this is what he says yeah. at the school board meeting, and he makes a point that if anybody come in, if, if anybody showed up and said, "Hey, um, if they're you know five two, no muscle tone on their body, never done a sport day in their life, and they said I'm an NFL football player," you would go, huh. "Yeah, that's ridiculous." You know, sure. I mean, you, yeah. what do you play? Uh, you you have to have some evidence that that's true. Well as it relates to the whole male female thing there's absolutely all the evidence against you that you are so it's what they feel that's what they and 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 now we are actually in some countries codifying protection against people to feel that there's something even though there's no biological evidence they right,
3: are right do you know right now my wife heard from another mother who said i don't know how to process this with my child but i'm trying my child was told that there is a child in the class it's called a furry and this is in saint john's county
0: this is in the, and that i know what a furry is i saw a whole thing they well, did on it people
3: i didn't know that until okay good and and, and so now explain it, to people what a furry is who well don't know. I, i'm i'm very new and i don't know that i'm going to research it but but it's somebody that believes they're an animal, like yeah. a dog or a cat. Yeah. And therefore they get privileges to like eat their food on a floor out of a bowl and, and, uh, lay on a mat instead of sit in a chair. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Apparently. Yeah. Well, um, uh, a furry according to psychology today <laughs> that bastion of truth for psychological <laughs> disorders right 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 they've already changed things based on political pressure by absolutely. the way absolutely since But the they, 1970s. they do define furries as people who dress up in giant animal mascot costumes or uh the people who think they're animals or they have some kind of weird fetish for fur so that's what psychology today says and um you know (laughs) there there, it's a thing yeah it's a thing but but where do you draw the line once you it's a pandora's box once you get away from objective truth which is what we've done yes and who defines truth in relation to man Mm -hmm. that is it the strongest group is it the most intellectual group? Is it? No. No man can define truth because they are the created. It, it, you right. know, it, it, it's it's like I read last week, uh, or I think I may have read it yesterday with David, that the potter can't say, I mean, the pot can't say to the potter, hey, why did you not put two handles on me? Or why did you not make me this way? Correct. The potter determines the pot. Yes. And in the same way, God's the creator, and He made us, and He created us, and so there's DNA inside of us. So human body's fascinating, oh, yeah. if you look at oh, it yeah. and study it and see how all the the intricate details got forty two million nerve endings in your eye, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. For wow. for God to make it that way, and then people to really pervert it, right, and say. I don't feel like being what you made me to be. Yeah. I don't feel like, uh, and listen, that's not to say that we don't come into the world with broken parts. I mean, if you look and by broken parts, I mean, like I have a daughter we adopted that had a broken heart. Mm -hmm. She came into the world broken because our world is broken. That doesn't mean we stay broken. There may be people who come into the world and, uh, what I want to know is how somebody who's a furry wanted to be a furry. You you don't even know what a furry is. Correct, correct. You know, and, unless you're influenced that and way.
3: The, and then this, uh, I won't say what grade, but then this grade school kid was wearing a um, a shirt that had something about a furry on it. Now, he got there because of his parents, one might think, right?
0: Or, or, or certainly somebody.
3: Mm. An adult. That influenced yeah. him. He, he's not shopping on Amazon, probably. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's why I think back to this Josh Alexander in Ontario that you started off here, he says, I sympathize with the uh, transgender students because you've been wronged by society, by adults, by your parents who confused you to buy into this lie. Mm -hmm. And, but yet the response by all the other groups that came to protest against him was, no, you are a terrorist Mm -hmm. and your, your group, anybody with you is a terrorist organization.
0: And that's and and that's the way they have been made to feel. People who speak out for the truth that goes against the lie of who, who is the chief architect of every lie right. that's ever been told. Absolutely. It's Satan. It, it is. is absolutely Satan.
3: And seek and destroy is his method. So if yeah. you align with that, you know you're going to lose. Right? Yeah,
0: and and so, you know, Paul wrote in First Corinthians. Don't be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, idolaters, adulterers, men who practice homosexuality, thieves, greedy, drunkards, rev- revilers, or swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God, and such were some of you, Yeah, he says. Such yeah. were some of you, which means God did a work, mm-hmm. and there may be some people out there who right now have a bent toward Going away from God's design, going away from God's right. uh, authority, yeah. And God can change them just like He changed Paul. And Paul is such a great example of the hope of Christ to change a life, yeah. Because He took the chief, you know, antagonist against Christianity and yeah. turned him into the chief uh, writer, the chief theologian, the yes. chief. Uh, Influencer flipped the script, didn't he? He did, and and that's exactly that's exactly what he can do with somebody that's in your circle of influence, and so we should be mindful that God can take someone and turn them around. You know, I said this yesterday, Brian. People in our culture can grow up their whole life and know that the gospel is true, but they never respond to it mm-hmm. they know it's true yeah. they would acknowledge it's true yeah. but they don't receive any benefit from it because they don't respond to it and in Paul's life we saw at the end of uh, uh, chapter uh, 22 verse 16 at the end of uh, right that that passage last week that Ananias said Paul rise up respond to the call mm-hmm. you know call on the name of the Lord, call on his name, be baptized. You know, the baptism didn't save him. The baptism was the expression that it was taking place inside of him, that it was an outward expression of our inward reality. And so we, we, we moved from that last week into what we're talking about this week and yeah, yesterday we got into Paul's story of his life after Jesus was a life of service to God. You know, from the very beginning, you know, you and I, when mm-hmm. we like, if we had an opportunity uh, of after responding to Christ, if Peter, if we lived when Peter and James and John were around, we'd probably want to go right to them. That's the way the culture we grow. We want to go to the yes. source, right? Yeah, sure. Paul says, "I'm going to go to the real source." He goes out into the desert, yeah, and spends time yeah. with God the Father. Yes, because he realized he didn't know God. Mm-hmm. He didn't know God, and so he goes out there and he spends time with him. He comes back to Damascus, then he goes and comes into uh, Jerusalem, into the temple where he has this uh, divine, supernatural consciousness, uh, like like Peter had when he was praying and he was in the temple which goes against the charges they made against him and and god told him get out get out of jerusalem paul and they're not going to accept your story and paul did what you and i do a lot of argued with god yeah and when he argued with god He basically took a pragmatic approach, and I'm going to come back to something I shared yesterday and um, kind of go over it again because I I don't feel like I went into it very detailed, but it's this idea of how we allow pragmatism to really keep us away from what God would have us do.
3: And maybe our resume gets in the way.
0: Yes our resume and our pride maybe yeah, yeah. thinking we can do something so hey you're listening to SWAT radio we're going to take this short break for the news and then we're going to be right back looking at acts 22 verse 17 uh, i'm sorry uh yeah 22 us uh, today verses 22 to 30 we'll be right back with more stuff.
2: News, I'm John Scum. A powerful winter storm with heavy wet snow led to hundreds of school closings, canceled flights, and some power outages in parts of the Northeast. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says some New York residents are likely to lose electricity.
0: I have been through enough power outages myself
1: to know, especially as a young mom, what it's like when you're in your house and you've got kids, they're
0: not in school. You have no power it is cold and it is scary
2: the storm's path includes parts of new england upstate new york northeastern pennsylvania and northern new jersey meanwhile crews rushing to repair a levee break on a storm swollen river in california's central coast as yet another atmospheric river arrive with the potential to further inundate the state's swamp farmland and agricultural communities also at srnnews.com, consumer inflation eased slightly but remained high in February, putting the Fed in a difficult spot after two bank failures. Bob Agnew with that report. The government says prices increased 0.4% last month, just below January's 0.5% rise. Excluding volatile food and energy costs,
3: so-called core prices rose 0.5% in February. That's slightly more than January's 0.4% gain. The Fed pays special attention to the core measure as a gauge of underlying inflationary pressures. Even though prices are rising much faster than the Fed wants, some economists are expecting the central bank to suspend its year-long streak of interest rate hikes
2: when it meets next week. Bob Agner reporting. South Korea says North Korea has test-launched two ballistic missiles toward its eastern waters. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff say the launches were made Tuesday morning from a southwestern coastal town of Jeongyang. The launches come amid the largest... Field exercises in years by U.S. and South Korean militaries. On Wall Street, stocks have been trading sharply higher. The Dow was up 340 points. This is SRN
0: No active accidents, but there is a broken-down vehicle on the West Beltway, 295 southbound at the ramp from Old St. Augustine Road. Also, there's a broken-down vehicle on Butler Boulevard heading east at the Intercoastal Waterway. Partly cloudy tonight, low down to 38, Wednesday sunny, high
4: 65. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. of Vedra listens at
3: 91.9. Look down from a broken sky Traced out by the city lights
0: My world from a mile high Best seat in the house tonight Touchdown in the cold black top Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It is Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, and today I have my SWAT brother, Brian Andrew, in the studio with me, uh, filling in for Brad. Hey, if you're listening out there in uh, Jacksonville on 91.7 or... Um, in St. Augustine, 91.9 or 91.3 up in Folkestone, Georgia. Up on the lighthouse in Virginia or in Meridian on the truth, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian's Brian's got a hoodie on. It's like 64 degrees in this studio, man. It is so cold. And I, I looked over and he just saw. Him. He looks like the Unabomber. He's got. He's got the. I'm sorry, that was funny. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, WMER and WMOX and Meridian. Thank you guys for listening to us, and um, we are we're discussing Paul and and you know Brian Paul. I don't know. That there was a greater preacher other than Jesus than Paul as far as influence, at least what we see. Even the apostles, the original 12, you know, Paul just had this massive impact on our world. Like from when he pushed out from Jerusalem and he took the gospel to Rome, he really impacted where we are today. I mean, in a lot of ways, right? Yeah.
3: yeah, And, and, And wind it all the way back to say Mars Hill, right? Uh, yeah. and, and when he delivered there, wasn't he so aware and isn't he always aware of his audience and what's going to make things click and move in his favor?
0: Absolutely. But in this text, what we what I was covering in 17 through 21, and we looked at that yesterday, God told him to get out and he goes, whoa, wait, wait a minute, God, they're, they're going to see a change in me. They're going to, they're, you know, there's no way people won't believe in you after seeing the change in me. Right. He's kind of having this conversation and we do that a lot. And it's it's a almost a pragmatic approach that has really impacted the church in our culture. Uh, the American church is probably more pragmatic than any other church, mm-hmm. as far as thinking that we can do it better, we 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 can make a difference. Yeah. Um, and the ludicrousness of that is that Jesus Himself doing miracles in front of these leaders, right, didn't yeah. change them. No. They didn't,
3: their, their hearts were so hardened, the whitewash, you know, of them, they they were all pretentious. They were not about to give up their power and social status. They didn't want change and Messiah was threatening to them. And, and that is just a shame,
0: you know? And, And so God says, get out. Well, I mentioned yesterday, Andy Stanley, because Andy Stanley has become very pragmatic up in his church and his influence. And a lot of people are starting to, to take notice. Uh, you know, this has been going on for a while. This is not a yeah. new thing. But he has become very bold in some of the things he's saying out. He's actually saying some of these things at seminaries now. Like at a, a Dallas Theological Seminary is a fairly conservative. As By conservative, I'm not talking politically. I'm talking about in relation to Scripture uh, interpretation. Uh, and he stood up at a chapel service there uh, a couple of years ago and said, hey, we need to untether from the Bible says and get away from that uh, and, and stop focusing on the authority of Scripture, stop speaking as if people care what the Bible says, like mm-hmm. they give it any weight. And one of the arguments he uses is, he says, appealing to post-Christian people on the basis of the authority of Scripture is the same effect as a muslim imam appealing to you on the basis of the authority of the quran you may or may not already know what it says but it doesn't matter because it doesn't carry any weight with you well here's here's the problem with that oh yeah Big he,
2: problem.
0: he's saying that the quran and the bible are the same i know that that's that's insane yeah. you know uh, the, the bible is unique yes. it is god's word now i know other people think their religious books are the word the other books mention jesus but they don't say he's the way the truth and the life no right and 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 for two thousand years people have been trying to discredit the bible they've been trying to destroy the bible and it's withstood the test of time absolutely and so to say that we need to untether um he says, I stopped leveraging the authority of Scripture and I began in leveraging the authority and stories of the people behind the Scripture. I don't believe the Bible says Scripture teaches and the Word of God are incorrect. They're just ineffective is what he says. And mm. uh, again, how does Paul... In Romans say that people come to faith by the preaching of the word. Right. The preaching of the word. Yes. Um, I don't know how else to preach the word unless you say the Bible says and you give the right. authority to where the authority is due.
3: Absolutely. And and the fact, like you said, he concedes very quickly that the Bible is um, equal to other books. But we know its author is God. It's got about forty human authors that pull mm-hmm. it all together, written over fifteen hundred years. It's marvelous how it all comes together. And you just take the the way that Jesus is validated by over three hundred prophecies that mm-hmm. come true from mm-hmm. the Old Testament. And you look at that; it is there's so much intellectual meat. It's so satisfying here mm-hmm. that that it it, it just you, we can't find the the bottom the the depths of how how deep it goes.
0: Well, one of the things that uh, Stanley uses uh, when he is he actually cites Paul's words in First Corinthians nine as a defense to to for his tactics of doing these things or his approach. Yeah. Uh, but when Paul says, "By all possible means," He's talking about his personal adaptability, of mm-hmm. being like you know to a yeah. Jew a Jew or to a Gentile yeah. Jew in the way I relate, but n- not altering what God uses to reach people, which is His word. Right. If God didn't want to use His word to reach people, why would Romans be there? Why would Romans ten be there? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and and there's. um and, and another argument he makes is that close to half our population does not view the Bible as authoritative. So if you're trying to reach people with an undergrad degree, half your target's not going to be moved by the Bible says, the Bible teaches, or God's word is clear. They don't care. Well, um,
3: And the source of that problem, much of it is the university level mm-hmm. where professors are discrediting it. I've had firsthand experience um, with a family member where the the bible was totally discredited by a religion professor
0: and unfortunately he has influenced Mm -hmm. a lot of pastors and now a lot of churches uh they basically are removing the bible from the worship service oh it's terrible they just get up and share stories and speak um about maybe some text in the Bible, but they don't reference the Bible. I remember one of my mentors a long time ago, and Billy Graham always said this too. Um, whatever, When Don't just get up, and even if you're doing an evangelistic outreach and tell mm-hmm. a bunch of stories, yep. you always want to open up God's Word yes. and let His Word be referenced right. so that you are letting His Word be seen that you are speaking from his word the bible says
3: because it's living it's active and it's sharper than a two-edged sword yes and
0: any of us that have encountered
3: it know that to be the truth and know god's holy spirit is invited to the equation when we read from the word right
0: yes and unfortunately a lot of church gatherings today are more like a parachurch organization Okay. Their attractional outreaches, kind of like an evangelistic meeting, yeah. rather they are the body coming together. Uh, h- historically, the church has been the body gathered to then be scattered out to be yes. the Christ out in the right. community. Right. Um, yeah. It it was never the gathering. Now believers were encouraged to be sensitive to people if they came in. Uh, unbelievers might come in and witness what was going on, yep. but you didn't tailor the gathering of believers to the unbelievers. You right. wanted the unbelievers to see how believers interacted together. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it, 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 it's just a very pragmatic approach. And unfortunately, Paul, God shows us a human side of Paul here as he's arguing with God about God saying, get out. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and so. He says, go, I'm sending you to the Gentiles. Well, in verses 22 through 30, Paul continues down this path of um, showing his life after Jesus. And it's not just a life of service to God. God's in charge. It's also a life of caring for others. And we are to put God on display. And, you know, um, Brian, First Peter 2 says that God has called us as a kingdom of priests mm-hmm. to what? Proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness. Right. Yeah. And and that means that we are to put God on display around us. And if they don't like what they see because they don't like God, that makes them uncomfortable uh, when we declare God says when and listen we shouldn't be ugly about the way we say it we should be loving right but i didn't get the impression about that teenage boy up in canada that he was necessarily being ugly about it he was just saying hey god made men men and women women right you know Yep. so and um, and hoping that the
3: catholic church because it was a private school not a public one hoping that they might stick behind it and publicly so far as i read in catholic news there's been no public endorsement of his position
0: no by any any church leader up there right no nobody is is saying because i think they're afraid right yeah <laughs> well well when we see a life of caring for others in this text in verses 22 uh through 30 we see paul basically about to be flogged Yeah. and when we come right. when we come back we'll just start to look at this a little bit um Starting in verse 22 where they say, away with him, kill him. The crowd didn't want anything to do with Oh, We've heard that before, away with him, haven't we? Yeah, Yeah. they said that about Jesus. So, hey, stay tuned to more SWAT radio. We'll be right back after this last break in uh, in just a minute.
4: If you'd like to contact SWAT radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as the co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida and are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate. The Guardian Group, with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards, 904-580-580. 7255 and online at Guardiangroupjax.com. the guardian group happy to bring you swat radio on the truth
1: with so many voices telling you how you should parent who should you believe trace Embry explains next unlicensed to parent
3: I'm always perplexed at the number of Christian parents who take their parenting cues from secular mental health theories before or in lieu of God's Word, God's Spirit, or God's people. But people who are actually in the know know that big pharma, secular psychology, and even some in the medical field, along with Silicon Valley and many in Washington, D.C., are actually part of what's being called the Mental Health Industrial Complex. Bottom line, if you want the same results for your kids and family as you see the secular world getting, then follow the cues that secular psychology is selling. If you desire what Jesus Christ desires for you and is freely willing to empower you with, then it might be time to
4: find some wise, godly counsel.
1: For good, Bible-based parenting help, visit LicensedToParent.org.
4: The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, serving Anastasia Island at 91.9. Why you ever chose me has always been the
0: Hey, Welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries with my SWAT brother, Brian Andrew, today. And hey, if you want to call in, uh, you can call 844 777 7928. That's 844 777 SWAT. Or you can send a question to ask ask at swatradio.com. We're happy to take your calls or your questions. Uh, as we uh, have talked about quite a few things today, and uh, that's one of the reasons we do a live broadcast is so if you c- want to call in, you are welcome to. And uh, Jeremy's at the helm, so he won't cut you off unless I give him the cut signal, right, Jeremy? No, uh, anyway, it'd be we, it'd be great to get a call. Yeah, yeah, I'd love for you to call in today if you have any questions. You know, Brian, we were looking at the uh, the text uh, at the at the end of verse, um, verse 11, I'm sorry, verse 20, 21, sorry, 21, he says, uh, they say away with him, right. Uh, yeah. or, or Paul, I'm sorry. God said, go, I will send you far away to the Gentiles keyword Gentiles there. Right. Right. And at that word, it says verse 22, they up to that point, they listened to him. But the moment he mentioned Gentiles, they said, what?
3: Oh, my goodness. They just started getting really riled up away with such a fellow from the earth.
0: Yeah. yeah. What does that mean, away from such a fellow as the earth? Get get, get, him out of here. Kill him, right? Yeah. They did not want him around. Was there another guy that they said that to? Absolutely. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it eerie some of the similarities between Paul here in Jerusalem and Jesus when he was before them?
3: It tells you illogically how illogically acting a mob can be right Mm -hmm. and and whipped into a frenzy by spiritual leaders or government leaders any way you want to look at it and they traded um barabbas you know for jesus and
0: and in both cases paul is wanting to talk to these people not to get off the hook he's wanting to talk to these people so they'll believe in jesus right he is. And he loves these people. You know, he says in Romans 9, uh, uh, Romans 9, 2 and 3, that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart, for I wish that I could be accursed mm-hmm. and cut off from Christ. Now, thought, stop and think about that. Yeah. What he's saying is, I wish I could go to hell so that these my brothers could come into the kingdom. Right. That it's is powerful. an unbelievable passion to see somebody come to Christ. Yeah, it is. And it and yet it still didn't
3: turn as many heads as it should have with mm. that sincere love. And you know, when we were in Israel, you you uh said this was probably the spot where Jesus might have said, "Jerusalem, how I long to gather you like chicks underneath my wings." Mm. You know, and that's a metaphor there. That's powerful. And and yet resisting 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 and here he's saying hey he told me to go to the gentiles and i'm being obedient and clearly they know no you're unclean if you're doing that you wouldn't want to do that if you're a jew but he is being obedient you know with his target audience as god in christ had told him
0: yeah and he remember when he left asia coming back he wanted to get back for pentecost yes he wanted to be there when all these jewish brothers would be there right and and he has such a love, but you know this is not isolated to Paul. In fact, if you go back in Exodus to Exodus thirty-two, thirty-two, when Moses came down the mountain after he had received the law, yeah, he comes down and what does he find when he gets down there?
3: Oh, just uh, revelry, paganry, uh, golden calf, sexual and, perversion, yes.
0: uh, making these, these golden calves. Aaron Aaron's swept lost up into control. it, yes. Yeah. And what does Moses say? at first he gets angry, but then he, he had just been on the mountain for 40 days with God. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, God, if you won't forgive them, blot my name out of the book of life. That's that same passion, that love, that same passion that you see this life of caring for others, which is what first Peter talks about in first Peter two, nine, even that goes back to Exodus in Exodus 19. Yeah. God says, you're a kingdom of priest the same phrase that um um, peter uses but peter says we are the kingdom of priests not for our own benefit which is i think growing up didn't you get the sense that the reason that we come into the kingdom is for us
3: yes i did
0: that that that's what was taught yeah but we come into the kingdom why because listen you don't come in for you right your name is written before the lamb's book of life you come in To go tell other people. Absolutely. And to go tell other people. And you fulfill two purposes when you do that. You bring condemnation on those who reject, and you bring life to those who receive. You are a vocal mouthpiece. And just like there was a time before you knew and confessed, there's a time out there for people who are walking. They don't know him yet. And they will hear, and they will respond. I, I share this story often when I go to India. I've been to India up in remote villages, and you're preaching the gospel right. to people who've never heard about Moses, Abraham, the law. They don't know anything about the Bible at all, yeah. but you're telling them the story of Jesus, Yes. and you share it from the beginning of time to the end. You give them this broad-brush overview, and you bring up who Jesus is, what he offers, and you say, is there anybody in this group that would turn away from idols to the living God and, and wants to follow Jesus and people raise their hand and you, and you're, you're almost like stunned because you're looking out at 50 to 80 people in this village. Um, sure. And you see in this 50 to 80 people, only about six stand up and say, I want to follow but they know what it means for them costs. Yeah. It will cost them immediately in that culture.
3: And it doesn't really cost us that much to have Jesus as a savior. And we need him as a, we get him as a Lord, whether we subscribe and bow and follow him or not. And as you said, we're saved for a purpose and that should be clear to all of us. But you know what I'm also thinking about here, Doug is, you know, Paul wanted to save his own, you know, um, own race, if you will of jews not you
0: not race but his people his you can people. say his people yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. his
3: people because there's only yeah. one race there's yes. a human race yeah right? that's right that's right yeah okay <laughs> his his uh his jewish family and and instead he's redirected and how many of us want to go after certain friends or relatives or family members and and we want desperately that to happen mm. but but it the gospel is rejected but somebody else can reach, and that's why we continue. Because somebody, we can be reaching other children, other, you know, adults that are meaningful in a family dynamic, mm. just by being obedient and going where God calls us.
0: I, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean to cut you there no, on right. that, but, right. but, yeah. but the reason is, I just I heard the other day, and I and it was just reminded me uh, of. Acts 17, where Paul, we talked about this earlier, where he was at Mars Hill, right? Right. And um, Acts seventeen twenty six, he made from one man every nation.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He made from one man every nation. Yes. Of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and boundaries of their dwelling. So there's one race.
2: Yeah. The there's, right.
0: there's two types of people in the world. There's people that know him and are his children and walk with him, and there are people who don't know him. Right, and right. that's the two classes, really. Yeah, and there's two two there's there's those who follow Jesus and believe in him, and those who don't. Yeah, and uh,
3: Paul admits this is a mystery of Christ. But, he hadn't anticipated either that we're grafted into God's chosen.
0: And and the you know I'm trying to get better, Brian, about. Um, about not saying that because we've been conditioned by our culture to say, well, he's a different race or they're a different race. Right. There's different ethnicities. Yeah. We come from different ethnic backgrounds, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's part of the issue in our culture now yeah. is, it is. is is we we believe there's different races. There's one race, the human race. We're all one. Some right. of us have different melanin in our skin.
2: I know. know.
0: And that's it. Yeah. Uh, But we're different ethnic backgrounds, and we should celebrate how God gave us the beauty of diversity. Can you imagine how boring it would be if we were all one? Just one? It would
3: be. (laughs) <laughs> or or if or if you married a wife or I married a wife that was exactly like me, oh, boy, that would well, be boring. Yes, <laughs> yeah. to my detriment. Well, that, I don't have that problem. <laughs> me either.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> well, uh, I am really glad that you came in today, Brian. We uh, were, you know, we're kind of at the end of our program. We got about two minutes left, and um, I just—it's uh, always, always good to yeah. have you here. Well, you. This is the first time you and I. Have actually, I think, it got is. to do it because you've been in with D- Brad and you've I been know. in with David. So. I know,
3: I know the the and and we've had great times when we do that, and we miss you, and we want to see you at uh, at a, at a SWAT at Jumping Jacks here soon. Yeah, you know, so that would oh, yeah. be great to have you yeah, come back. That,
0: that's exactly right. You know, Brian brings up a good point as we kind of go out. Um, you know, we got SWAT tomorrow out at uh, Woody's Barbecue at six thirty a.m. Uh, which is uh, Solano Road out there in the Winn-Dixie Parkings, uh Center. Parking lot. I mean. Uh, and then 12 to 1 tomorrow at the Salem Center, right here at 7235 Bentley Road. Yep, Jersey Mike's. And then uh, Thursday, at 615. Yes. They do it. That's right. 615 yep. at the Jumpin' Jack's House of Food, which is 4887 Belford Road right there at the Wounded Warrior Project. And then uh, we have Zoom on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. If you want to come, just email me at Doug at SWAT Radio for an uh, uh, invite. I'll send you a link. And then Fridays at the Village Inn, 900 Ponce de Leon down at uh, 9 to 10 to 30 on Fridays. Brian, so good to see you. Enjoy the rest of spring break. <laughs> and, uh, hey, uh, if you want to listen to this or any past broadcasts, Go to www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. And um, we'll be back tomorrow. David Gray will be here. And I hope you'll join us, Brian, again. Thanks for being here.
3: Absolutely. Appreciate it.